This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This is ESPN Radio. And welcome to the A-Yo. That's a little This Morning with Freddie and Fitzsimmons. You got Ian Fitzsimmons over there, Freddie Coleman over here, presented by Progressive Insurance. appreciate you joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and ESPNU. We got college football kicking off this week, and it all gets started tomorrow. The first game, oh, we're ready. Number 13, Notre Dame playing in Dublin, Ireland against Navy. We want to know what is your go-to college football food. Let us know at triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Can't wait to hear what you have to say about that because we know if we're hungry now, we want to be hangry by the time you win about your college football go to food. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. And this conversation came up organically about three hours ago because th- this is a rare opportunity for my focus group of one. Because I get on the road next week, we'll have LSU Florida State here on ESPN Radio with Mark Kestesher and uh-huh. Kelly Stoffer and my sorry gluteus Maximus on the call. <laughs> but I'm home tomorrow, man. Right. And so the Big Green Egg and the Blackstone, they're getting fired up, mm. and I cannot wait. Mm. It's chicken wings. It's burgers. Keep going. It's brats. Talk that talk. And it's, it's sausage with pepper jelly, uh, and that's make, where yeah. the jump-off point started. Mm, make me dig my toes into Can the carpet. Can you just repeat that last one slowly for the people who sausage didn't hear it? Sausage and pepper jelly. There we go. It is a go-to. It's yes. the easiest app you can ever have for any occasion, especially the first week of college football. Because what, yeah. for me, uh-huh. Freddie, and I know it's the same way for you, yep. this is like the week before Christmas where mm-hmm. you got a neighbor having a big party. You know, you're really starting to feel even more festive because the fat man's coming down the chimney in a week. <laughs> That's week zero. Right. This is the appetizer before the ribeye. Before the big 76er, right? And you're going to try. And that's when you're just taking everything in next week. Mm, Cannot wait for tomorrow. But the sausage and pepper jelly is a staple. Okay. This is one where on the first weekend of college football, week zero, or any weekend for that matter, you got to graze. You can't get down in that three-point stance and just attack (laughs) everything and then be in a food coma and miss half the damn action. It's a slow feast that lasts about eight hours. We're going to start with some chicken wings, right? And then we're going to get into some brats and burgers where the burgers have to be on the grill. They got to be crispy outside. I don't want them burned, but they Amen. have to be very crispy, almost, almost burned. You butterfly those bad boys. You put your onions and your cheese in there, spicy mustard, toast the bun with a little butter. That's, that's your next Amen. phase. Mm. But before all of that happens, it's sausage and pepper jelly. Okay. You take really not, – not your – traditional sausage you got to go andouille or whatever get, get a nice couple of links of sausage you put them over your grill over some mesquite chips that have been soaked in water or apple or hickory whichever way you want to go my knees are buckling you get them <laughs> that, that sausage just to a little bubble and then you pull them off slice it up get some toothpicks and you have a bowl of pepper jelly man mm. you did you take some pepper jelly out put it on your on your plate use that same toothpick and just dunk that sausage into the pepper jelly and i promise you your palate will explode with football greatness. Mm. 
Right there. Right. There you go, there Pat, you go, Pat Costello. Costello. There's your, there's your there explanation. You Absolutely not. Do you want to know what mine is? Uh... <laughs> Are you not, what, what is it about? Will you at least try it? <laughs> no, Pat's a simple man with simple taste. That's and, where and we're, get that's more where we're simple landing than, here. Than meat and a jelly. Exactly. Yes, but yes, Pat. How, how, how was your description there? Do you want to know what my uh, my go to is? What is your go to? It's very simple. Okay. Just some homemade pulled pork nachos. I'm not opposed to that. Very, uh, yeah, very yeah. easy. I and mean, I don't, I don't even go crazy. I live. Look, I live in an apartment. I'm a single guy. I'm not out here with like a smoker and going nuts. Uh huh. Crockpot pulled pork. I home make the the chips because the it, crock they pot taste is, better. Is legit. Yes, I, I like crock that. Pot's the way to go. Uh, you know, doubt. No doubt. Okay. You know, and I'm then in. and then you go. I'm, I'm from Philly. You got to add the cheese whiz in there. That's, mm. that's the. I'm telling you. Yeah. Sure. You I've, say that, yeah. but I've, I'll have my left well, leg on the nachos. Numb. Okay. Yeah. On the nachos. Yeah, it's for nacho. That's, yeah, okay. Whew. That's that's not bad. I, I'm with that. The homemade. That's a and that's not even like a an appetizer. That's a full blown meal. That's all you need. Yeah. That's yeah, your meal. You don't need anything more. I, I'm a, I, You give me my go to sausage and peppers. You know, you give me that with, mm-hmm. with that kind of cheese and and grill it and everything on a hoagie roll. Uh, you give me two of those, and I'm good to go. I'm good. You got to go. start about an hour before kick, as far as the graze begins, right? You got to enjoy you need the a, pregame you need, you and everything. Some, you need some yeah. appetizers, yeah. You need a little bit kick, of that. Notre Dame, Navy. I like Navy, by the way, plus a twenty-one okay. under forty-nine. Not not massive, just a slight just little a bit, slight just one. to be invested. Week zero, right? Week before Christmas. Right. We're gonna dive into the deep end of the pool next week, but okay. yeah, yeah. Give me the twenty-one. Uh, yeah. Seventeen starters back for Navy. Uh, right. You coach, you know. Yeah. New head coach there, and, you know, I mean, Newbie's going to get it done. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I like the 21. I like the under inclement weather. And I'm going to start about an hour before. And right. then, then you're ready to go. Dive in. Let's yeah. get it. I thought Heather, Slow graze. I thought Heather, Heather Dennis said it best early this week. And she's a great follower on social media. CFB Heather as an ESPN college football analyst and reporter. She said, and I'm reading it word for word, I'm ready for upsets and overtimes, late nights, late flights, Heisman hopefuls, replays, and long Saturdays. Bring on the college football playoff, yes. the rivalries, the fans, the bands, and jam-packed stands. I'll take the Bulls, even the cold. From the first snap to the last, hang on, it goes fast. When I read that on her social media page, I'm like, oh, oh yes, we're, we're good. We're ready now. Ready to get after it. We're, there's no more waiting anymore with college football this weekend, kicking it off tomorrow. With Notre Dame and Navy kicking off so many games, so little time, because she's right. It's going to start tomorrow, and it's going to go by fast. Ian Fitzsimmons, Freddie Cohen, thanks for joining us here this morning on Freddie and Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Six X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. Like Ian mentioned, you got number 13, Notre Dame. They're hosting Navy that kicks off the college football season. Later on that night, USC, number six in the country, they take on San Jose State. Caleb Williams believe he's going to be better than he was last year when he won the Heisman Trophy. Georgia even believes they can be just as good as they were last year, Ian Fitzsimmons. Even without Stetson Bennett, a quarterback, they lose more guys in the NFL. But Kirby Smart is in more reload, not rebuilding mode, down between the hedges in, in Athens, Georgia. So I'll throw this question to you. More likely to repeat, Georgia making it back-to-back-to-back to back to back, or Caleb Williams making it back-to-back back as a Heisman Trophy winner? Hey, this is one Full disclaimer, I don't think either is going to happen. But <laughs> to answer the question, I'd go Caleb Williams going back-to-back. First guy to do it since Archie Griffin. The last team to go to win three in a row in big boy college football, FBS D1, right. the Minnesota Golden Gophers in I the know. 30s. Man. It's it's hard enough to go back-to-back. The days of Bronco Nagurski. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of guys on that team are named Nagurski. Oh, man. <laughs> but look, it, it's to go three-peat, 
I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that Georgia won't be in the college football playoff. I, I'm almost – you can pencil them in. They will be. They really don't get a true test. And I know they got to go to Auburn in late September. I think September 30th. Yep, That's their right. first road game. Yep. But it's going to take that, – that Auburn roster is very thin right now. That cupboard was left very bare for Hugh Freeze. So it, it's going to be difficult to – for Hugh Freeze, I think. And I know you like maybe a chic upset here, Freddie. Yeah, we'll that, touch on that in a second. Uh, yeah. But, you know, they really aren't tested, in my opinion, until November. But that doesn't mean that, that Georgia's not going to be outstanding. Absolutely. They will be. But, man, when you get to the college football playoff, and and then even in the if they get to the natty, it is so – history tells us it is damn near impossible in this day and age with a portal, 85 scholarship rule, everything else, to do what Minnesota did again in the 30s to go three in a row. So I'm going to go Caleb Williams, if I had to pick one, going back-to-back for the first time since the great Archie Griffin did it for the Buckeyes. By the way, and I think he may still be the only guy that does that, although if anybody could do that, if Tim Tebow couldn't pull it off, I'm hoping that Caleb Williams can buck that trend and make it back-to-back Heismans. The reason I'm sliding towards Georgia, and I don't – Georgia, there's no doubt, and you're exactly right, their toughest game is not going to come to November because Ole Miss is going to be really, really good. The way they can throw the football and run the football over the place. They have Ole Miss and Tennessee in back-to-back weeks in December. But that first road game, the reason I circled Auburn is Georgia always has that one clunker game that leaves you shaking your head. And that could possibly happen September 30th when they have their first road game. South Carolina won't be an easy game, but Shane Beamer and the Gamecocks, they're not ready to take down Georgia in Georgia. And that happens the third week of the season. But game number five, September 30th, when they play against Auburn, Hugh Freeze, you're right, has a bare roster. But they're going to be ready for a game like that that can really kind of hope, he hopes, sets things in motion with Auburn football, what he wants to be. And Georgia always has that one clunker game. Sometimes they win it, sometimes they lose it, but it leaves you shaking your head. I think that clunker game happens, and that's why I circled that game as a potential trap game upset special when it comes to first road game playing at Auburn on September 30th. Yeah, I don't want a bunch of Auburn fans coming at me saying, man, oh, you're a hater, you're a bammer. Now, look, no, Hugh boy. Freeze, it's gonna, it, he's a perfect hire for Auburn. Next year, they're going to be an 8-9 win type team. The, th- the following year, watch out. Okay. I mean, I think Hugh Freeze is an outstanding football coach and really a great play caller and a developer of quarterbacks. No doubt. This year, it's going to be some growing pains down on the plains. But bottom line is, Georgia will be right in the mix yet again. Bama will be in the mix yet again. No one's talking about Clemson. The last time they didn't win double digits in, 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 in in the season was 12 years ago. And speaking of a team that will play great defense, that Ooh, team is five like – 5 4 Yeah, that, that team – for me anytime, That man. team's like Noah's Ark. They have two of everything on defense. They the, all can play. I, yeah, and the guy who's not starting is like that third animal going up Noah's Ark, right? It's starting <laughs> to rain. He's going to – it's time to fight, Because right? I'm getting in there. That's, that's what Clemson's got. And Clay Kupnick, no, no one's talking about this kid. It's like Carson Beck with Georgia. You know, Georgia's still getting all the credit because they've got back-to-back natties, and Carson Beck stuck, stayed, and competed yeah. and got calloused and got better. He's, I, I think he's going to be a, an outstanding quarterback at Georgia. Klubnick the same way at Clemson. I know he had a dud in the bowl game, man, but he it got happens. his feet wet. I'm yeah. expecting big things from he and Will Shipley at Clemson also. And by the way, he has a running game. You mentioned with Shipley. Shipley's yep. one of the best running backs in the country, one of the best players in the country that people really should be talking about more. A couple of people waiting about their go-to food when it comes to college football. Don, Deontay Rose on social media says, potato skins and mac and cheese brisket, no doubt. 
Mm. All right, again, left leg numb. Yeah. I'm all about it. Yeah, yeah. I might need a defibrillator, uh, but I'm in. Yeah. yeah, come on. Now, Alan Yates, I don't know if Alan Yates, Alan Yates is not really a college football fan, one of my guys behind the scenes, but if you have a go-to college football food, what is it? The worst pick ever. Go ahead, Yates. <laughs> oh my God. I got some big disclaimer. But, like, see, my thing is, like, I'm big on, like, eating, and I mess around and take a nap. I don't need to be doing that. So, like, I'll get, like, I'll do, like, quesadillas or like okay. fruit like i'm big on fruit like I'll, I'll snack on grapes and apples and clementines and things like that throughout the day like keep me keep me going okay you know, if you're coming to my sugars. house remind me of that because we don't have any of that healthy stuff on a football <laughs> saturday or sunday so I, mean, I gotta, I gotta twisted, take my like, butt back to the store <laughs> when you're coming in town eagles cowboys when you come to dallas right remind me and then i'll have a nice little fruit platter out for you <laughs> a little, little cheesesteak roll here and there you know little finger foods here and certain stuff certain we'll take care of you we got you okay you know, certain things but it's not grapes, a staple grapes got to be a nice the right size though i don't know if y'all been peeping your grapes lately but We'll talk about that. And they got to be crunchy too. I can't have a soggy grape. Yeah, they got to pop grater. in they your mouth. They feel like yeah. raisins. You got to take them Jones back. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt about. It. But he has a thing about that grapes are too big, and that means that something's wrong with the grapes go, or the go cherries. Go in your fridge and look and see how big your grapes have been. Those grapes have been like that for a while, dude. Uh, I'm trying been, to tell you. No, no yeah, you're trying to tell me I wrong. I can say something, but we'd all get fired. So I'm just gonna let it go. <laughs> No, I make sure that I'll dive you guys out in a minute. I'll be <laughs> a stool pigeon. I should have to bite my grape twice to eat that joint. As what kind of what kind, what kind has, of what kind of noble grapes are you buying? I'm just telling you, they they big now, Freddie. They're huge. They're not that big. I think you're exaggerating. We're, we're, we, we went right by the fact that for a college or pro football feast, yeah. the man is going fruit. Fruit, yes. Yeah, it's mm. one some pineapple. I know. Even some natural sugars, man. I'm diabetic. I don't know what you want me to do here. I got I got I got to last for the whole day. My brother's diabetic, and, and he, he's getting a three point stance too. Ian, I mean, Ian's got to go to the grocery store so he can get the fruit fruit to throw at you when you're coming. Exactly, to his house. there'll be no pity party at the Fitzsimmons household when it comes to college football Saturdays and Woo. food. I'm just pumped for tomorrow, man. I can't wait. And a week one, before Christmas, yeah, exactly. And one of the coaches also pumped for college football is a man trying to make sure that not only his program is going to be a terrific program, they're on their way, but also where do they fit in the landscape of college football? He'll join us next. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and no food involved on ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. 
If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons this morning to get your weekend started. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 as well as ESPNU. If you haven't noticed, we're making sure that you do notice that college football gets started tomorrow. It all gets started 2.30 Eastern time as number 13 Notre Dame takes on Navy. That game being played in Dublin, Ireland to kick off college football 2023. A man who has a team playing this weekend is Brady Hoke, former head coach of University of Michigan, doing a great job revitalizing San Diego State University football. My man Ian Fitzsimmons had a chance to catch up with him to talk about college football, the landscape, and where San Diego State is going to fit and just beyond the field in college football 2023. What do you tell not just recruits, but what, what do you, what, what do you yeah. what's your pitch right now to recruits? And also, in this day and age, you mentioned the portal. You're also recruiting your own roster from being poached. So – when it comes to San Diego State, what is your message to any recruit or parent listening right now? Well, there's no doubt. I think the competition level, I think it's still about getting an education. I do believe that. And I think there's no better place than San Diego. And, uh, you know, when people come out here and they have an opportunity, to, and, you know, obviously we recruit the heck out of uh, the West Coast and California, and especially in San Diego, we'd love to keep every uh, um, great football player in San Diego. We'd love to keep them here, and uh, I think the staff has done a good job. We've got, I believe, 18 kids from uh, San Diego County on our football team right now, and and so our, our pitch is that we're going to go out, we're going to compete. Uh, you're going to get a great education. And there's not a better place to be than San Diego, California. Brady Hoke, head coach of those Aztecs, here with us on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, getting you ready for week zero. They got the Ohio Bobcats coming up on Saturday. Again, football's back in two days. We'll have it every single weekend <laughs> until January. When I say that, man, I hear you chuckle, coach. I mean, fans, we get goosebumps. What about you? Well, there's no doubt. I mean, uh, we're excited. You know, we got to – uh, a great opportunity. We got a great challenge. I mean, to to uh, have a good football season. We're a young team, but I like how our attitude is, and uh, you know, we've created competition, and I think we've uh, got our guys out of their com- comfort zone and comfort zone, and now we get uh, to see everybody's value, you know, on the big stage in 48 hours. When you're watching his Aztecs on Saturday. And your NFL team needs a tight end. I implore you, keep an eye. I hear you laughing again. Keep your eye on number yeah. 81, Mark Redman. This dude is a legit 6'6". He's a legit 255, and he's a first-team all-conference tight end. When you hear the name Mark Redmond when he's drafted in 2024, what is an NFL team getting? Well, number one, they're getting uh, they're, they're a young man who uh, – um, makes great decisions in, in his life. And, uh, you know, he, he's an interesting guy. We, we uh, um, It's kind of a, a neat story in some ways. But uh, Mark uh, is a great football player for us, a great leader for us. 
Um, he he got his pilot's license this summer, so he's a pilot. He's got a brother, Mark's all of six six. He's got a brother who's six eleven, who's a pilot, and um, he's got a um, he's got a he's got a cousin who did hip surgery on my mother back in Dayton, Ohio. So you're talking about wicked small smart. World. <laughs> Forget Goodwill Hunting, man, the Redmond family. Good Lord. Yeah. How does a 6'11 it, dude fit in a cockpit? Well, that's what I asked Mark, and he said, Mark said that uh, it's it's amazing how big those cockpits really are. I'll take his word for it. I saw an airplane, I guess thing. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fit in one, right? So I guess he can. That's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, as we, uh, as we turn to you loose, we, I love catching up with you, Coach. And best of luck against uh, against the Bobcats on Saturday. After a win, yep, thank you. what is, like Bruce Arians once told me, you know, when I said, what, what's your post-game routine after a win? He goes, well, let me tell you. And you can hear that, that, that voice, right, and that, that, yeah. that foghorn oh, yeah. leghorn type delivery. He goes, that ain't coffee in that cup at that press conference. I can promise you that after a win. <laughs> what's your go-to routine after a big win? Uh, I'm going to have a Labatt's Blue. I know I'm going to have one of those. And then uh, – some sort of uh, ham and cheese sandwich, just random. What uh, that uh, Mrs. Hike, Mrs. Hoke will make? Ham, not not a, not a fillet, not a ribeye, right? A ham and cheese ham sandwich and yeah. a cold Labatt yeah. Blue. I love it. Yes, sir. Coach, keep yes, them sir. healthy. Best of luck to your Aztecs on Saturday. If football is back in our lives, we're all better for it. Thank you, Coach. Hey, I appreciate. He's the best. Yeah. A man with simple taste, by the way. Ham, look, you you just won a big game, and you're gonna go ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah, that's all. That's all you need. Hey, simplicity is is yep. is, is. Hey, I'm all about when, it. Makes life simple. When the late Joe Paterno won big games at Penn State, he just wanted a, a bowl of vanilla ice cream. That was it. That's it. There at you the go. Paterno house, household. That's all he needed. By the way, in all seriousness, if your NFL team needs a tight end, okay. you're going to get a steal on number 81. Watch him tomorrow night. The San Diego State Aztecs. Mark Redmond. Every bit, as I mentioned, of 6'6", 255, can catch it, block it. He is he is an NFL-caliber tight end. You could get a steal somewhere, third, fourth round. Keep an eye on 81. And by the way, I mean, look at George Kittle. Fifth round pick out of yep. Iowa. Look Thank where he you. is now at the yep. San Francisco 49ers. He keeps staying healthy and playing like that. He He's on that Hall of Fame track when it comes to San Francisco 49ers. There are too many good players that the colleges either can't keep them all or too many dudes are going to the transfer portal and not going where they want to go. And he got him to stay. Right, exactly. Uh, I, I wonder how much – I don't know if it's ever going to flip in terms of we won't see as many players in the transfer portal. But I think, Ian Fitzsimmons, the more and more we keep hearing those kind of horror stories about guys that went into the portal and winded not going to a place where they thought they were going to play, and then all of a sudden they looked up and said, Timber rolled around, they didn't have a place to play because no school picked them up. I wonder how much of that message would get through to players to say, you know what, maybe staying here another year and taking my chances instead of going out there because I'm not starting may not be a bad idea after all. You look at a Redmond at a, at a San Diego State, you look at Blue Blood programs, Alabama, Mac Jones, stuck, stayed, competed. Carson Beck this year for the Georgia Bulldogs, two years behind Stetson Bennett, five-star type talent coming out of high school. Everybody wanted him. Did he hit the portal? No. He stuck, stayed, learned, 
and competed. Now it's his turn yeah. at Georgia. To your point, I think it's – I can't even – you know how I feel about this, man. I, I cannot even articulate how important it is for me and for players to just await your turn. Look at Alabama and all the guys that have had to wait at running back or D-line, right, or linebacker to be able to get their shot for either one year, maybe two years, and they go to the NFL. Yeah. Georgia, saying Nolan Smith having to wait, right, for a year and a half before he got his shot two years ago, burst onto the scene, tore his peck last year, and was still a first-round draft pick. If, if you stick, stay, compete, and fight, I think it's better than – with your uncle telling you, well, you should be starting, and you hit the portal and run somewhere else. Yeah, or you go, you don't go anywhere else because nobody thinks you're as good as you think you are yep. when it's all said and done. Ian Fitzsimmons, hit him on the X at Ian Fitz ESPN. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80, and ESPNU. So the injury happened on Thursday at Shohei Atani. How much could that affect his money in the future when he hits free agency? We'll get to that next. This is ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shohei Otani is going to get paid, but how much did the injury on Thursday by tearing a ligament in his right pitching elbow, how much could that affect his money in the future? With Ian Fitzsimmons, I'm Freddie Coleman, a little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Series XM Channel 80 and ESPNU. Let's bring in a man who has been a general manager for two different teams, the New York Mets and the Baltimore Orioles. He now does a great job as a baseball analyst but MLB Network on Sirius XM, MLB Network Radio. He's co-host of Power Alley on that channel. He is Jim Duquette. Can't wait to talk to him about Shohei Otani's future here on ESPN Radio. And, Jim, how much do you think that injury that he suffered that shut him down in terms of pitching, but they still think he can hit, will affect Otani's free agency when the offseason happens? Yeah, hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you know what? Uh, that, that was a devastating blow, right? I mean, just for a couple reasons. The reason why he's going to get – a lot less than what he originally and what everybody else originally thought he was going to get, which was going to be between maybe maybe even five and six hundred million, which is you know numbers we have we've never seen in in the sport, uh, was because he could do both really really well, right? Be a really good starting pitcher, and he's a really good offensive player, and he's an international superstar. Like you have all these great things that were all coming together. At once, and now one of the one of the top things, obviously, as a starting pitcher, this is going to impact him probably for two years. You know, with with him coming back, and the reason why I say two is, you know, this will be a second Tommy John surgery. Usually, uh, coming back from that, you know, it's it's a little bit uh, up and down. It's a roller coaster ride uh, from a physical therapy side, anyway. But now the second time, it's exponentially uh, more difficult. Guys have come back from it. 
but it's harder to do. It's there's less certainty with him being able to pitch for uh, a long period of time over this contract. So, so the value that he was going to get, um, a big part of it is uh, offensively. He'll still get that, but from a pitching side, that's where the big question mark is, and that's why he's going to get a lot less. Uh, maybe, maybe upwards of 150 to 200 million dollars less. We'll have to wait and see. So let's say you're an opposing GM of the Angels and your team doc say, hey, surgery looks good. What would you do? I'm in. I'm in on Otani. I'm not, I'm, not I'm, I'm not sitting this one out. There's no chance. And that's the thing that, um, you know, and that's why you go, well, I, you know, I think he's going to take, uh, you know, a pretty big haircut. And I think he will. But, but I do think that, um, you know, I, I don't know how – uh, if you're a team that you know what maybe wouldn't wouldn't think that you know spending 500 was was reasonable enough now you start to go well all right this number could be closer to where Aaron judge was let's say last year judge judge number was 360 million right there was uh, at least three teams that we know of right it was uh, San Francisco it was the Yankees and it was the Padres late I I don't know I think the Dodgers might have been sneaking in there too. So you had three teams willing to pay that kind of money for more, you know, obviously more, but not too much more. You can get an international superstar like Otani, and you know, for me, he's still going to pitch. There's a couple ways you can look at it. All right, I'll take him as a starting pitcher for as long as he goes. Let's say it's two or three years. You know, you know, you have to kind of look at that because his last time he John was in what 2018. Yeah. He missed 2019. He had about two and a half seasons because the COVID was 2020. That was a short season. So like two and a half seasons of health, then he blew it out. There's a good chance he'll probably blow out that that ligament again, you know, over that shorter period of time. So you have to kind of look at it that way on the pitching side. But I'm still like I need I need that type of guy in our in our uh, on our team in our lineup in our rotation, no matter you know how few years he's going to be healthy. And we'll just you know, factor in that hopefully in the salary. And so, yeah, I think that there's like five or six teams now that are, that, that jump into the fray for Otani because that price is going to come down. He is the co-host of Power Allen, Sirius XM, MLB Network Radio, former general manager of Major League Baseball. He is Jim Duquette joining Freddie Coleman and Ian Fitzsimmons on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. What's the likelihood that it may be a team that still wants in the pitch, they might make Shohei Otani a closer instead of a starting yeah. pitcher to go along with hitting? Well, now, now you're talking my language right there. <laughs> I, I think I, – I really think that uh, – you know, and, and then I'll, I'll go back for a second. When you first came um, to the U.S. and was pitching, you know, and he was off to a little bit of a rocky start pitching-wise, and they were pitching him every sixth day, and it was, it was a little bit up and down. wasn't that consistent because they were – if you remember, they were giving him offensively the day before he started and the day after he started off. That 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 was his um, his weekly schedule as a as a pitcher here in MLB because that's what it was in Japan. That's how they that's how they monitored his workload. So I originally thought, you know what, that's not going to work long term. Maybe you make him a closer and he could hit every single day. He can come in and close out the games, um, you know, and maybe factor in three four games a week or more uh, that way. So, so now he has these arm issues. I still think that applies. I still think that's a very reasonable um, thing. Now, I, I have to you know amend it by saying 
he's been way better, more, way more consistent as a starter. So I would use him as a starter out of the after he comes back from this uh, second surgery. Uh, I'm assuming he's going to have it, and then as that contract ages, I think he would be an excellent closer, and that will help you justify spending a little bit more in his free agency. I love his character because he's still going to hit right now. He's on the road with the team as we speak. Me, I said this earlier, and and maybe I'm shallow, but there's no way in hell I'm going to the plate right now and risking anything else, a ball going off my kneecap. I mean, I've got as good a shot at making the postseason as the Angels do. Wow. So if if you're the Angels GM, if you're anybody in the Angels organization, would you still have him hit right now? Well, I listen – the, the decision, while, you know, I, I would try to, you know, talk to him about his thought process on it because he's going to be a free agent. I really, I really feel like they turn, they kind of give it the, that decision to Otani. Like you obviously want him in the lineup no matter what, but I agree with you. I keep, I think he's risking further injury. And the other thing is he's delaying his recovery on the back end of this, you know, I mean, yeah. The longer he waits, the more at risk next season as a hitter will be. If his last time uh, he he um, had Tommy John surgery, he DH'd it. I think he, he played about 108, 110 games, something like that. Like, I want him as, for as many – if I'm giving him this kind of money next year, I want as many games as I can have as a hitter – and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm loading up on, uh, you know, Otani night uh, T-shirt, Otani return from Tommy John surgery night, like all of it, right? So give me, give me the bobbleheads every homestand, whatever it is. So, so I need them, I need them healthy. So I, I personally, um, we'll see how this, this. I mean, it's great because I'm here, you know, covering. I'm, I'm, I'm doing pregame for the for the Mets uh, TV SNY, and we're we're going to talk Otani all weekend, right? But after this, if he wants to shut it down, I'm fine with that. I think he will. I honestly think he will shut it down over the next you know, week or so. I just don't think after he gets a second or third opinion that the doctors are going to suggest, oh, just play out for the rest of the season. I think he's going to have to do it. Hey, Jim, great stuff, my friend. Great perspective as always. Keep knocking it out on Sirius XM MLB Network Radio and enjoy the weekend in New York, okay? All right, gentlemen. Have a good one. See you, Bob. Great stuff by Jim Duquette, former Major League Baseball general manager of the New York Mets and the Baltimore Orioles, and now co-host of Power Alley on Sirius XM MLB Network Radio. And speaking of Major League Baseball, NL battle on Sunday. The San Francisco Giants host the best team in baseball, the Atlanta Braves in San Francisco. Coverage of Sunday Night Baseball begins at 6 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and 7 p.m. on ESPN. Coming up next, somebody takes one of our producers to task for the way that he wants to have his food during a college football game. This is ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. This is ESPN Radio. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us here. A little Freddie and Fitzsimmons in the morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Here's XM Channel 80 ESPN. You were so funny, by the way. Move on in a hurry. Okay, let's move on. Let's let's do that. By the way, a lot of people weighed in in terms of go-to football food. And one of our people that have weighed in is somebody who works here, Eric Fleming. He said, we had him cracking up this morning on the way home from the gym today. He said, by the way, he much prefers grazing during a day of college football yes. watching as far as that goes. Absolutely. Look, if you go heavy in that first window, now, luckily tomorrow, right, which is the week before Christmas, we're going to a Christmas party. We're going to the neighbor's house. Yeah. It's, you know, it, the first kick is at 1.30 Central, 2.30 Eastern. Notre Dame, Navy, which I like Navy plus the 21, 17 starters back. Uh, look, new first-year head coach, mm-hmm. Brian Newby, he's, he's going to be fine. I mean, I, and he, he got pan-picked for a reason Absolutely. to take over after Coach Ken. But you're going across the pond. You're catching 21. Weather is supposed to be, eh, I'd like the under 49. Uh-huh. I like the 21. But you also don't want to be in a food coma at kickoff. <laughs> That's why you graze, man. You graze. Right. Like going back to, like, just fast forward Christmas Day, next Saturday. You got light breakfast, waking up with game day, Reese, Herbie, and the boys, right? And then, then you start you know, your meal, and you eat, but it's got to be light all day. And then finally at the end, in that evening primetime window, mm-hmm. if you want to really get after it and attack, go right ahead. But you don't want to be catatonic for the 330 <laughs> window, right? right? You got to pace yourself. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. No doubt about that. By the way, speaking of a sprint and not a marathon, as far as that goes, a lot of people, namely one Anthony Langston, Pat Costello, taking issue with your homemade pulled pork being made in a crock pot. He hit us on Twitter, Coleman ESPN, and an Ian Fitz ESPN. He says, blasphemous. Pulled pork is only be made on a smoker, not in a crock pot. I start more yeah. Friday night for next Saturday. Well, here's the thing. I, I don't got your back have on a this smoker. Yeah, there you go. I live there on the go. 14th floor right. in an apartment in Meriden. If you want to donate me a smoker that is, gonna, I guess, going to be a community smoker, that's fine. I'm just using the resources at my disposal. Making do with what you have. And still making an excellent pulled pork. Uh, he's Gunny Sergeant Highway, man. He's improvising, adapting, and overcoming. Uh, there no, you go. No doubt. No doubt about that. I, I, put it this way. You give me pulled pork, nachos, and brisket. I don't care if it's a crock pot. I don't care if it's a stove. I don't care what it is. If it tastes good, that's all that matters. It's crock the pot's result. underrated. Yes, indeed. We, we, we have one that we like. We have yeah. one that we really, really like. So, believe me, especially college football tomorrow. Just give me the food. Give me the football. I am already good. We're 13 days away from the NFL season. That's going to be here for, before you know it. It's the last official weekend of the summer next weekend when it comes to Labor Day weekend. That's when everything gets started with the four falls involving football, 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 and more football. Can't wait. And I'm still catching hell for sausage and pepper jelly. Why? I'm telling you, folks, don't knock it. Until you give it a shot. And wow. do we whatever. Get a nice yeah. couple links of sausage on the grill over some 
mesquite chips that have mm-hmm. been, you know, got to soak the, the chips in water for about an hour and a half, two hours. Uh-huh. Maybe some hickory. I, I'm good with apple, cherry, whatever one whatever, you want to go with, whatever right. smoke you want to put on there. Yeah. And then once that sausage starts to bubble a little bit, pull it off, slice it up, grab a toothpick, have your pepper jelly right there, scoop some onto your plate, and devour. Yeah. I promise you, you'll love it. I would put that pepper jelly on a hamburger. I'd put that on a cheeseburger. Like seriously, I like it. Put a little bit on the on the patty, you know, and then maybe on the bun as well, and put that together with the cheese and the hamburger. I'd put that bad boy on my burger. I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to do that for the weekend. It's over. That people on the uh, the Twitterverse or X or Y, whatever we're calling it these days, (laughs) they were more about the drunken concoction that I came up with when I was like 24 and a hard charger when I came stumbling in in like my seventh year of undergrad (laughs) and I took a brick of cream cheese, Uh some A1 sauce, just, I was just looking in the cabinets for anything I had at Uh two in the morning. You dump the A1 on the brick of cream cheese, take some wheat thins and devour. And it is divine. That is one where I'm like, all right, what did I have last night? Because it was really good. And you walk in the kitchen, and you see the remnants. Here, there's the Philadelphia cream cheese packet. And right. yeah, the, the A1 and the wheat thins. Right? Oh, that's what yeah. it was. Put two and two together. People were all about that more than the sausage and pepper jelly, which is beyond me. I don't understand that. Well, I, I guess the point that, that that was the drunken part, not the sausage and jelly was not the drunken part. Maybe that's got everybody a flutter. Yeah, Costello was like, that was the uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, 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 that's great. I tried Triscuit with it, too. That'd go well. I go. can't believe that you eat either of those things, by the way. Just to I be can't. clear, they're, they both sound horrifying. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> no. Horrifying. Not, not, not just horrible. Bad. Horrifying. Right. Horrifying, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they say, like, it sounds like something you'd find in a movie about <laughs> horror. <laughs> like Freddy Krueger's The you. Cook. I like Michael you. Myers is The like Cook. If you have to eat this in your dreams, you have to eat it in real life. It's all, oh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you, look, you, you got to try every now and then. Some of the best things come from mistakes. Right. I mean, that, that was, that oh, was yeah. a mistake, like chocolate and peanut butter. Uh, Reese's yeah. has made millions yeah. off of me. It. Ask any poor person that if you look in your cavity, you got to figure out what you had. A lot of delicacies have come from those yes. concoctions. Dude, that Tim Peel Love had. is a world-renowned chef that, that introduced me to the, one of the what? best burgers I've ever had. What's that? Half lamb, half mm. ground beef, right. mix it together, yeah. salt and pepper to taste. Yeah. Now, here's where I'm going to lose you, Coleman, but... Mm. Mm. You put that on an English muffin, uh-huh. cooked medium well, yep. with nothing but peanut butter and as what? a condiment. And, nope. and what did you crush? What, what, did, what did you just make? What is this? this That's a burger. Oh, a hamburger. Yeah, it is a tasty it, burger. It's called Saturday's mess. That's what it's called. Saturday's mess. That cheese, sounds like a TikTok challenge. You Tim just, Love is a world-renowned chef. The uh, first time I, I'm going to eat anything that I've eaten it, uh, his his restaurant Lonesome Dove. He's got rattlesnake sausage on the menu, mm-hmm. and it's divine. Mm-hmm. You, I'm telling you. Alan, you would never have to worry about welcome to the Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. Can I take your order? You're not taking that order. I'm going to sound like Red from Friday. No. <laughs> it was, I didn't want to eat it either at first, but he made me try it. And I, 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 I consumed it in about three bites. Can I go in there and just order a regular cheeseburger? Yes. Sure, of course. Yes. Come on now. Don't hold be, them, don't be muffin. Come on. Love the, don't don't be cheeky kinds. now, Alan. Of course you can order a regular burger in places like that. They're not that exotic all the time. Hey, man, I, Ian just described a TikTok challenge. I don't know what Stop. that means. Like, come on, dude. Don't be cheeky. This, this is like the uh, Tide Pod Burger. <laughs> this is coming from a dude who wants I know. fruit as his pregame Thank meal you. for college Thank and pro football. Natural oh, sugars keeps me high. Yeah. I won't put crash it, at the 330, put, put and it, I'm going to get the put best it this way, the Alan, Put it this way, Alan. Your food advice is already shaky based on the fact you're eating fruit during college football and not eating meat or anything like that. It's already shaky, that premise. 
Man, look, I'm just trying to stay healthy. You like apples? Good, I'm trying to stay I healthy. I love apples. I, I, I make apples. an apple bar cookie, too. Yeah, Ooh, Ten see. seconds. <laughs> good Lord. Greeny is next. Enjoy your college football weekend. <laughs> Avoid those stairwells all weekend long. He's Ian Fitzsimmons. I'm Freddie Coleman. This is the mighty ESPN Radio. This is ESPN Radio. More next. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.